Thank you for joining us today. This is Clint Byers, lead pastor of Forward Church. I pray this message blesses and encourages you. I hope it inspires transformative grace in your heart and establishes you even deeper in your new covenant identity in Christ. Now take a deep breath, become aware of God's spirit within you, and enjoy the message. Well, man, it's a good day. I'm excited about this. We have Courtney and Heidi Olson taking a big step. So you guys slide on up here. Y'all show them some love as they come up this way. Travis, would you actually, that other mic, would you put it in the house? Hans, maybe grab that mic from him if you wouldn't mind. Appreciate it. And that way we'll have two mics because what we're about to do here is, y'all guys, y'all front and center over here. Just say hello, everybody. Hello. <laughs> um, I'm going to hand you a mic for a second because I've got a couple of questions for you guys. Um, her eyes get huge every time I do that. Uh, where's Chris? Uh, Coriel, is he in here? He's in the nursery. You basically go into the settings and hit. He'll be right back. Um, I could. What? Oh, there we go. Yeah, there's here. Oh. All right. Well, you, you got the lapel, so. How, like, oh, okay. There we go. <laughs> um, so, just just so everybody knows and is paying attention, and as a record going forward, because there will be people that watch this that are considering coming to y'all's church. Uh, what we are doing is we are launching these guys out, Courtney and Heidi Olson, to plant a campus of Forward Church. It will be known as. Forward Church Northwest. It's all of the same heart, same mindset, same message, but uniquely them. You know, it's not a it's not a video campus where we're piping in my videos. They will lead that church and facilitate it how they feel the Lord is leading them, but connected very much with us, you know. So I would encourage those of you guys, pray for them, pay attention to what they're doing, you know, uh, um, even support it as you can. Um, and you know, once they get going, maybe head up there and, and support them. You guys are initially going to start meeting on Saturday nights to be determined a start date. Um, but just so all of us know to be praying for, to have them help them uh, start off on a good foot, their first gathering is going to be, is it April 15th? Yeah. April 15th, which is Good Friday. Um, so that's a Friday gathering, but normally it'll be Saturday, right? Saturdays you're going to do. Yep. But April 15th, Friday, that's an open invitation to head up there and celebrate with them. I know that your dad is here, Mike yep. Olson back there. And then, and then Mike, this is, an, this is another Mike. Yeah. Man, we got a lot of Mike, 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 Mike. Mike, Mike, Mike. <laughs> Mike and I. <laughs> uh, you and Heidi are graduating Karis, Atlanta, Andrew Walmix Bible College this season. Yeah, show them some love for that's an accomplishment. And that's the track that you've been running on for a while theologically, and there's maybe some even other people up in that region, you know. I know when Sarah and I started, there was nobody on board. It was all fresh and new, you know, to a lot of those hearers. So it's a great, you know, it's a, it's a great start. It might feel like a small, humble start, and it is, but it's a good start. It's a healthy start, and we're proud of you guys. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. it's it's a blessing, and and we're 100 percent behind you. So, how long have you been here? Let's just kind of just so you know, just so everybody knows. Is, uh, Clint's mic on. The the lapel. lapel. Yeah. 
So just so you know, the way that you guys got here is Sarah, my wife Sarah down here, bumped into your mom at the post office and started to leave. And then the Lord felt like the Lord said, no, go back in there and invite her to church, went back in. and didn't know her. Yeah, right. Didn't know her, invited her. And then you followed along, and then destiny struck, and you've been here for quite a while. So is 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 he on yet? Yeah. Okay. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So how long ago was that? That was, I think, it was around. It was 2010, probably like January 2010, the first time that we came, and in my journal I had wrote in the journal like, awesome church, you know, we went and just like divine appointment, like I don't know where this is gonna lead, and here we are now, you know, awesome. 12 years later. So that was the first time I attended Forward, and, uh, and then two years later, I graduated in 2012 at Karis, and Clint asked me to jump on board and, and be the youth pastor here, so. And then you kind of graduated into some more pastoral stuff and teaching, and you've taught a lot. You guys appreciate it when he jumps up here and teaches. Um, and that, that'll still happen, I mean, you know, given that you guys are meeting on Saturdays until you switch to Sundays, whenever that happens, if that happens. You know, you'll still be down here. You'll, yeah. We'll still see them. It's not like they're, you'll never see them again. So you'll still be down teaching on some Sundays. Uh, so we look forward to that. And then you guys met relatively recently and started having babies and got a whole family. You just knocked out the family right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, pretty quick, back to back to back. Hold that, hold that up to you. And, and so, so, so for almost 10 years, you were the youth pastor. Mm-hmm. And, then, and now we've passed that over to Lyle Camp over here. Yay for Lyle. And then what time did you, what year did you step in uh, to take over the kids' church from Sarah? I'd say it was 2018, I think. 2018. 2019, I think. So it's been a while. It's mm -hmm. been a good three years, good, solid. And you gained a lot of experience and are prepped to build an amazing program up there. Um, you want to say anything about that as far as your journey? <laughs> I had nothing planned to say. About that. That's all right. No, I've, um, I enjoyed teaching with the kids and teaching them about Jesus. And I love the kids. I love spending time with the kids and teaching them about Jesus. Yeah. Can, I, can I add to yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, I just, you, it's cool to see how she realized, like, she really does have a heart for kids. And she does just, I'm looking at someone that is just amazing with our kids and other kids. You just see when we go to, like, the playground, like, they just flock to her you know she's just a she's a kid magnet and it's just cool to see how just God just effortlessly kind of brings you in alignment with what he, he has on your heart and so it's just cool to see how easy that is and how light it is mm -hmm. you know to step into that mm -hmm. and just just be you the natural passion and gifts that you have yeah yeah, Thank you. definitely not. <laughs> For instance, me. If I'm in kids' church, we're just going to play the whole time or, you know, but anyway. Uh, so I do want to kind of transition it into our eldership and our, our team here. So if I've asked you to be part of this, y'all slide on up here if you would. You guys come on up and, 
and uh, Sam Akina and, and Chris and, um, and, and our prayer team. Let's, let's do this. Let's have you guys come down here. And I know you'll kind of have to follow us with the camera back there, but hang, you want hang on to, to that get mic. Down or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and some of you kind of come around the front because we'll we, I want to kind of circle around them. So you, you can be up here, yeah. Just, you know, we'll just we'll kind of. Probably face that way. Yeah. So what, because we believe this is a, a godly thing to do, this is appropriate for church and God establishing his body. Church is not a building. Church is not an organization. Church is people. Amen? Amen. Like you are the church. The church is Christ dwells in you and you carry the presence of God around the earth and you, and you minister the gospel to people. And that's what we're doing. We are officially recognizing Courtney and Heidi we believe in them. We've, we, we have watched them uh, plant here and grow and be faithful to the gospel, be faithful to serving you as a body. Have you appreciated them, their service and their ministry towards you? And so that's, we are officially sending them out. We recognize them in good standing in this place. We are for you. We are committed to helping you and walking with you to spread the gospel and we, we believe in this launch, and we're 100% behind it. So I just wanted to take some time for us to encourage them. And if I'll, I'll, I'll extend this to you guys as well. If as you hear us pray, and those of you guys that are about to take the mic and speak over them and, and give them encouraging words and scriptures and all that kind of stuff, if you, as Mike, you come up here too. Yeah, as, as part, and you, Mike, you come up here too, if you would, yeah. Um, any other mics out there? <laughs> <laughs> um, be, because there's a mic. There's a mic. Because because these guys are both part of this this team as they launch out to be to you know uh, to to do this plant this church. So we just want y'all to be part of this. But uh, if if you guys out there you get a scripture, you get an encouraging word, feel free to participate in this at the appropriate time. And I just want to start off just a quick prayer over them, and then we'll open it up. So there's another mic. Who's got the other mic? Oh, you got it. So you're going first? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Father, we recognize Courtney and Heidi as ministers called to preach the gospel. It is our honor to join with them and send them out to be a, a, a sister church to them, to be a connection, uh, to be a support, to be here to help them and and be connected with them and, and help them uh, break ground in the northwest part of Atlanta to carry this gospel. Father, we thank you that we are used together. This is one body, a couple of different locations, committed to helping people know your goodness, break free from performance-centered religion, know your love, and experience your transformative grace deep in our hearts. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to extend and grow. And we want to steward this wisely and in a healthy manner. So we are committed to you. We ask you for your wisdom you, as we speak life Thank over you, them in Jesus' name. So we just open it up. Anybody have anything right off the bat? I'll go ahead. Yep. Um, so this is for you. Whoever's next. This is for you, Heidi. Just, you know, just thinking of you very similar to um, my journey as starting the church. You know, we started out of our home and uh, very similar, you know, me starting the kids church I just see you and I just want to I just want to impart a confidence in you right now a confidence in your gifts in your talents and how you hear God uh, very clearly 
and that joy that you have, that peace that you have, that word, that wisdom that you have, uh, just a confidence to share it with not only the kids' church, but also the church uh, is going to need you. You guys are a whole piece, like you're not separated in any way. It's not like Courtney's the pastor and you're not. Um, you two are one. And as marriage, you became one. As pastors, you are one. Uh, so whatever you have is in you, a confidence um, to share that with the church. And just know that it's going to bring that peace, that joy uh, to the rest of the people in the church. And then Courtney, you know, always seen you as such an encourager. And, and you too, Heidi. Y'all are just such encouraging, inspiring people. Just a joy and a presence about you when people get to know you. It's like you're just very welcoming. And that I just see you really being able to establish that identity in other people um, for his goodness, just that identity, that strength in who you are mm -hmm. and who we are in Christ, that you are just going to um, just really be able to impart that into people. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Um, I'll go because I have the mic in my hand. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I just uh, saw as we were praying, I just saw a picture of you two, and uh, you were just standing there, and you saw Jesus, and you went and sat at his feet. Mm -hmm. And I just saw, as, as you were there, I just saw um, just crowds, crowds of people, um, a little at first, and then just more and more people add on, and they just gathered around Jesus mm -hmm. with you, and your eyes were closed, and you were so focused on sitting at his feet and and when we sit at his feet it's a place of of rest first of all and it's a place of learning it's a place of um peace when we sit at his feet and so i just felt like he was saying when um if if there are times where you feel overwhelmed just keep reminding yourself to go sit at his feet mm -hmm. and worship sit at his feet and be fixed on him yes and um, and just let let him be continually be your focus, and other people will learn how to sit at his feet from you. So, and then Courtney, I, I gave you this word a while back, but I just want to remind you of it. Um, you're the red-haired king, <laughs> <laughs> and what what that speaks of is um, your place of authority, and you are a king. You are a son of the king. Um, you have authority on this earth, and no matter who you're speaking to, whether they're the, a billionaire, uh, the richest person on earth, or whether they're homeless, or whether they're professional and super successful, or whether they're a mess, no matter who they are, um, you know, the authority of Christ is in you, and that authority is what is moving through you to lead you are capable of leading because he is leading in you and through you. Mm -hmm. And don't ever uh, forget that you have his authority and you're his red-haired king. <laughs> <laughs> that you are. <laughs> okay, on that note, and because I've always deferred to Scripture, uh, Matthew 28 uh, 18 through 20, two of my favorite verses, or a few of my favorite verses all in the entire Bible. Uh, Jesus said, 
on his way to heaven, he said to his disciples, the 500 who were uh, in Galilee, where he told them to go, and I think it's interesting there, it says just above that passage, it says that some doubted, but there's no doubt here, is there? But it says that Jesus said, all authority in heaven and on earth, just like Adam just said, um, has been given to him, Jesus. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe, to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely, uh, the old KJV says, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Never forget that Jesus is always with you. And I think it, one, one word that stands out to me in that passage that does to you also is the word disciple. The word disciple there in the Greek literally means a witnessing learner. So as you go, uh, you are witnessing, you are learning, and you're teaching others to witness and you're teaching others to learn. That's all we can do. That's all Jesus asked us to do. So, yes. God bless you guys. Thank you, Lord. Amen. I had to go last. <laughs> I was just saying. <laughs> Me and I've I've gotten the privilege of having multiple talks with Courtney over the last couple of weeks because we work we work together at Rooting and Grounded and um the Lord reminded me of one of our to, told me to say competence confidence right you're you're competent in getting with the Lord and listening to the Holy Spirit when you're not sure, when you're not confident in a decision or you're not confident in handling a situation or you're not confident with something, you're competent to get with the Holy Spirit, get with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And he's confident. And it's simple from there. You just do what he says. Like it's, we, we overcomplicate it so much most of the time. But if you're, and then that will lead to, he will use those situations to teach to grow you so that you do have confidence later. Amen. When we were praying just a second ago, um, and I'll have to get I'll have to get Stacy to draw it. Because <laughs> it was a very pretty picture. Um, I saw a cloud, just a big dark cloud, and a and a river. And then beside the river, the cloud was directly over the top of the river. And beside the river was a fire and then a big tree with just all kind of branches and leaves and everything. Sounds like my place. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's exactly what I thought. Um, the Lord said that the, the cloud is your covering. It's, it's, it's that cloud like uh, that went with the Israelites. Mm-hmm. The river is the, the river of living water that flows the fire is the fire that burns inside of you. It's the Holy Spirit burning inside of you that attracts people 
that fire is going to attract lost people to the river of living water. And that is y'all's campground. That is your campsite. That is where y'all stay until the Lord tells you it's time to move to a different campsite. Dwell in that campsite. Dwell in the covering and the, the uh, abundance of the living water, of what the river provides, and the shelter of the trees. Confidently. So I saw like it was like a. You me, Heidi. So I saw this. Um, it was a garden, but it had already been tilled and the holes had already been dug, and you were guys were like skipping, and as you were skipping, you were dropping these fully formed like plants into the holes. You didn't have to pack the soil. You just dropped as already formed plant mm. and so I feel like it's already been paved he's already prepared the way he's dug the holes he's tilled the soil it's prepared the plants have been cultivated inside of you the seed, they're not even seeds like you've cultivated the dreams and the words in your heart and they're fully formed and it's like yeah. it's easy and it's like and it's things like you, like I've known you since we were little. <laughs> and it's like, he didn't ever forget the dreams in your heart. And he, they're fully formed, and it's time for them to be in the soil. Amen. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> you two have blessed me so much. Watching you two blossom. I remember when your mother asked for prayer for you to be able to um, get back in the country to get a um, passport or something, right, mm -hmm. uh, before you came. And then you came, and you were so quiet and, uh, and uh, searching. And then you started, the roots started digging in, and I just saw you blossom. And uh, if that's an okay word to say to a man, blossom. I've seen <laughs> I'm a flower. <laughs> He's my flower. Too. Yes, you are. You, you both are. And 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 how I just as you you um, you have nurtured Ethan. Ethan went through his entire youth years with you, and you have just nurtured his soul and his spirit. And I'm so grateful. Mike and I are so grateful. And to see you both come into your calling has been so beautiful and so powerful to see a, a young couple and you just you um, leaned in, pressed in to each other, to God, and just took hold of all that he has for you. And now you, I mean, you guys are just flying and you are fully equipped. This morning when I was praying about what to say, what came to mind was just you are fully fully equipped. Nothing is missing. You have everything you need. You have such a powerful love between the two of you, and you've got a powerful love in this, and, and we are your family. Yes. 
and you're only going a short distance, but you are here with us always, and we love you guys. And Heidi, to see you just, uh, you're such a sweet, sweet flower <laughs> that has just blossomed so powerfully. And even though you you think you cannot get up here, girl, when you get up here, you're powerful. So you have got it. And you are going to just bless so many women, so many children, so many relationships. Your relationship is such a testimony for God's love. And you are crowned with glory and honor. And I just, we just love you guys and so proud of you. And we are just here for you at, for anything, and you know that. So, amen. We yeah. love y'all. Thank you. Love you. Hey, uh, I love you guys so much. Um, <laughs> I was, uh, I was, uh, let's get that out of the way. Oh, skew closer. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> uh, let me let me just say, if you don't know, this is Chris Coriel. He's our worship team leader. Lyle Camp is our student ministry leader, and who who else spoke? Tracy Crane is one of our elders, and and Adam and Stacy here. Adam runs everything here, pretty much. He's the <laughs> Stacy's his wife. This this is uh, Sam and Keena Surface, who are elders here, and. And everybody else who speak, I'll identify. But Lyle, you're yes. he's new yeah. leadership in the in the team. They've been here for a while, but we appreciate y'all stepping in. And yeah, I just want to thank you both for the work that you started here. Um, I see it in the kids' lives. I see it in my my boys' lives, and I see it in the youth. Um, I've had the pleasure of working closely with you, Courtney. And uh, if y'all don't know Courtney that well, sometimes he has this super intense kind of intentionality about him um, and working with him sometimes he would say things and at the time they seemed a little bit vague he would I would walk by and he'd be like hey man you're a tree and, <laughs> and uh, he, I, at the time I was just like right on well right now I'm, I'm working right now so but, uh, and hearing you just a minute ago say, I'm a flower, like that was, that was perfect. But I was, uh, last weekend we had that big, um, we had the big cold front move in and the wind was blowing really hard. I remember sitting in my room and looking at the trees and the power of the wind just almost knocking these things over. And so it got me thinking um, that a tree by itself is twice as more likely to fall when the wind blows or when the storm comes. And so I'm just so thankful for the community that you guys already have up there. And it's already been provided, it's already there. And once you guys get there, you're not gonna be standing alone and you're gonna be planted beside still waters, you're gonna be fruitful, you're gonna provide shade, you're gonna provide refreshment for people. And I'm just so thankful and excited for you guys. Appreciate it. I love you. Love you too, love man. You. Thank you. My dad. <laughs> this is, uh, I've always known from the time you were born that you were probably going to be in the ministry. I always like, saw that God's hand was always on you. There were times that I had doubts because of things that you went through, but those things that you went through make you the man that you are today. And I'd call you the flower, you the rose. Because you are you you're just like the rose. You go in and you actually just take you take an environment and it changes. And everywhere you two go, the environment changes. It's because God's Holy Spirit just just oozes out of you. 
And so I've just seen how God has transformed both of your lives, and I've seen how he's totally transformed my son's life. It's just amazing to watch how God can take somebody who's going through the depths of evil that you were in and then come out and now just blossom. And it's amazing. And, And to see you two come together, you know, I had my doubts at first. But when I started seeing you two together, it was like, oh, yeah, this is this God was in, in all of this. And now with three young girls, the oldest, what, four? It's amazing to, to watch how you work with the girls. It's teaching him <laughs> as well. His patience is growing now. Where yeah. I know at first it was hard, but yeah, now I see just everything that God has put in your life, everything he's done, everything that this church has helped him to become, I just, I'm just, I'm just, ble- you're just amazing blessing. Thank you. And Appreciate just being a father, I just feel overwhelmed. So. Wow. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> um, I've known you for about seven years or so, probably. And I just wanted, the Lord was showing me that when you came, both of you, when you, but specifically you, when you came here, you were a young man. You pretty mu- pretty much a, a young man. I'm still a young man. You're still a young man. <laughs> yeah. Compared to me, you're very young. <laughs> okay, but now the Lord told me that you're now you're a, a a man of age. You've come of age. Yeah. And and you came in and you guys got together and you began to work together and the age that God has put in him, he has transferred to you. So now. Like uh, others have said, you have strength and stability that's rare, especially at your age, and not to uh, shrink back, yeah. not to shrink back, yeah. but to press forward, say what needs to be said, don't, be, don't worry about the results, because God has that. Amen. Your responsibility is to say the right thing at the right time, best you can. And the results are God's in God's hand. You go through some difficult times. Everybody does. But God will maintain you throughout everything. And he's going to prosper what you put your hand to. The ministry or anything else. Whatever you put your hand to, you're going to prosper. So God is for you. He's not against you. He's already set, the, he's already set people up there that don't even know you're there yet. Yeah. But they'll find out. And you're going to grow, and it's going to be good. Amen. You're a blessing. Thank you. Amen. Sorry, that's our roommate, Mike. I'm Mike. I haven't known them very long, like what, several months, few months. Yeah. And they're so awesome. I mean, this is it's. I truly mean that. It's it's like gravity between our relationships already it's it's grown and uh being around their family is just it's truly a blessing um and so i'm just so grateful for them right now in this season and and where god's taking us and so anyways i saw uh three visuals while during worship and i saw like an ocean with the waves crashing and it was just like the the eagerness to get in like in the morning, and uh, and then I saw running into the ocean, 
and getting in there and then getting into the depths where you could just lay back and rest and just look up. And I could see the sun just bearing down, but the rest still being there as you float. And then it turned into night and you could see the stars and it was just like reverencing God and what he's doing. And I just think it represents that you just go in full, full in with what he's doing is y'all's faithfulness of what you're doing. That is, it's good. Amen. And we can rest in that rest there with what he's doing and what he's prepared and to have comfort where you're at. Yeah. And, um, and yeah. so, yeah, and just reverence him and just look to him. Amen. Everything else is done. So, Amen. praise, praise God. God. Yeah. I would just piggyback off what Adam said, you know, because we've kind of been in your place too, Elizabeth and myself, with pastoring kind of a small group, a home church uh, thing. And just the intimacy that you guys, um, what, what, what it requires is really just being intimate and just being at his feet and... Uh, you know, not going into a fence, <laughs> you know, um, only empty barns are clean, right? And there's a proverb on that, I think, you know, and so just when you get around people, sometimes it can be a little messy, and but just staying rooted in him and staying intimate, and, and that is really going to fuel uh, love, right? Because everything that we do comes out of love, yes. and um, so I think that's the biggest thing is just, you know, um, when you face challenges... Uh, the Lord will see you through, through intimacy and connection and love and truth, speaking the truth and love and all things we grew up in the Him, who's the head, you know, Amen. it's Jesus. So, yeah, praise God. so it's just, that was a good word. Actually, all of them are good words, but yes. so yeah. praise God. Anybody else feel like you know for sure the Lord is putting something on your heart for them? Yeah, Donna, slide on up here. That's just unreal. And then, and you slide up next. So the Lord was speaking to me while I was watching you guys, and he said, this couple is going to see numerous, numerous manifestations of the glory of God. Amen. I want to piggyback on the authority. Uh, that's what God's speaking to you right now. It's been three words already. And I saw the uh, Roman centurion standing next to you. And the Lord knows you as a man under his authority. And your faith is based on that. And you rest in that. And what he's going to be doing, though, is he's going to move your heart into an intimate relationship with him where authority is in a co-laboring existence. And you're going to move completely different from what you're moving in now, right now. Because your faith is solid in him. Because you are a man under authority. And he says, do this, and you do it. You're obedient. This is going to move into a very deeper, intimate place with him, you know. And, and don't fear where you're at because you are a man under authority. And everybody under authority moves in the authority of God. Don't fear evil. Don't fear the words that will come against you where you may be. You know, because the ground has been plowed. You know, someone's, something's been plowed there already for you and you're, you're being planted and so uh, just, you know, this thing about authority is real important for both of you. But you're resting in it, and that's the best thing. You're resting already. You know, he's, he's established that authority where you are already. You know, it's just that you're going to come into this intimate place, this partnership, this co-laboring. 
It's like you know you're a son, but then you're going to move into something more. It's a, it's a maturity thing to where you're walking with him and talking with him, and it's not saluting so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay? Amen. All right. It's David. He's one of the prophets in the house, I'll say. Miss Lauren here. Okay. So while we were sitting there praying, I was praying in the spirit for y'all. And the Lord gave me a vision. I saw a map of the northwest corner of Atlanta. And I saw like a, a line of people kind of going like two by two, almost like they're like they're going like with their friends, going towards northwest Atlanta. And they were all gray, like they're like just gray people, like going into Northwest Atlanta. And and then I saw them like it's like this bright light, like being attracted to this bright light, like a magnet. And they were being drawn by this to this light because their hearts were heavy because there's a lot of heaviness in this world right now, especially yeah. in Atlanta. And I saw these people just like going to that part, to where you're going, to planning this church. And they were you know, bringing their friends. And then they were coming out of this light completely changed. They were like light bearers. They were now completely all yellow, like bright, like lights yeah. coming out of this light that you guys are bringing to this area. So I just saw people going into the light and then out yeah. as carrying the light of Christ that you guys are bringing to this this area, and not only you know bringing that to that whole entire area, affecting their communities and their friends and their family, and bringing hope to that area, because and, and it's just amazing like just the change that I saw in the people going from gray to being bright lights in that area. So God is sending you people you're going to attract people just by your love for each other your love for your family your like your love for jesus and the love that jesus has for us and you're bringing that to people and i just saw so many lives being transformed through your ministry so we love you guys thank you i'm elizabeth and we love you guys, and I know we're going to miss you guys, but we're so excited for you. And um, while we were praying for you guys, I saw a picture in my head of um, Jesus, like, sitting among us, and he was kind of getting my attention. He's like, look, he's pointing up at you guys, and he was just beaming and so excited that you're starting this and that you're getting, like, this, just this joy that he had at watching you getting started. And he's like, look, look, you know, and so um, he's excited I just sense his excitement and his joy and the big smile on his face. Um, just his pleasure in you guys both and in you starting this and following him. And I, I just agree with everything here that we pray it will be easy and light for you and that he's just going to do the work through you. So we're just really excited for you. Thank you. <laughs> guys hey. <laughs> um i just real quick uh wanted to say i, I want to encourage you to like read in the book of numbers and it's also repeated in deuteronomy the story of 
Moses and his leadership of the Israelites, um, one of the things that came to me, and I was like, oh, do I say it? Do I not say it? Okay, I'll just say it. Uh, so <laughs> um, basically, if you read in those stories, um, Moses oftentimes encounters people rising up against him. He encounters it with Aaron and Miriam. He encounters it with Korah. And they they say, like, well, who? why are you the one that God chose? Why is it you that's leading us? And what's interesting is Moses' response. He doesn't immediately go in defense mode. He goes, I'm going to go pray, and I'm going to go talk to God. And if God has chosen me, he's going to show you that God's chosen me. And all through the stories, it's in Exodus, it's repeated in Numbers, it's repeated in Deuteronomy. He, he often is very unsure of himself, but he always, God always shows this is who I've chosen. You have authority in me. And even when he is like, I'm not sure what I should do here. What does he do? He goes and he prays, you know? And so I guess what I wanted to say is like, read through that, I think, and just study how his leadership was, you know, because it's like, you may, I'm not saying anybody's going to question you being the pastor of the church, but in, you come into these situations where you're like, I don't know how to respond here, you know, but rather than leading out of your own strength, there's like an example there of like, no, I'm going to step away. I'm going to pray. I'm going to seek God to get what I need to do for this decision to step into this leadership. And just as he continues to grow you in leadership, both of you, you know, and so I just encourage you to go read through that. It's, it's really powerful, the stuff that God does. He just shows up every time. Like, no, this is who I've chosen. And even Moses, when he first was chosen, was like, I'm not sure. I can't speak eloquently, God. Why would you choose me? Well, often he does choose the ones that don't think very much of themselves. And then what's the great things that he does through them? And so I just encourage you to look through that. Amen. Amen. You guys are amazing. And we've only been here a year and barely scratched the surface with you guys, but can feel uh, a divine connection with you two. And then here that you're departing to go plan and start your own thing, we're like, which way do we go? <laughs> he hasn't released us from here, so we're staying for now. Um, but we're thankful for, for connecting with you guys and getting to see you guys. And so what the Lord's showing me with you two and this whole venture that you're about to go on in your ministry and the future of it, this will be a lasting uh, endeavor. And that's what we're hearing, that it's already been planted and plowed for you. But the biggest thing that's rising up in my heart for you is this joy, this laughter, this like giddiness of the world's worries, the natural mind and how it perceives things. And people will come to you with their frustrations and you might actually blurt out and laughter at them, but you're not laughing at them. You're laughing at their situation. (laughs) And compared to Christ. Yeah, compared to Christ, right. So, you you know, the world thinks and the world worries and the world does what it does and it gets all flustered and an uproar and we see it on the news. But you're just like, what are you? What are you even like upset about? Like we're in heaven, we're in the kingdom. You're so heavenly minded that you're a lot of earthly good is what it was, the impression that I was getting, and that not many people have that mindset. I'm after that. I think Clint's after that. I think a lot of us are after it, and you've actually attained it. So don't ever let that go. Don't ever look around at anyone else and go, well, why aren't they finding this the way I am? Because you've achieved something that many of us are longing for. And we can have, we do have, it's just getting our own minds to switch. But you've made that transition. So I bless you guys on that, and I thank you for that. And I look forward to seeing meetings with you guys and just rolling around on the floor laughing because it's going to be so much <laughs> so much joy in your, in your house of worship. Yeah. Amen. Amen.
Awesome. Well, praise God. Nope. Okay. Just so, yeah. <laughs> I'm open that to you. In summary, easy and light. You know, th this is a philosophy that Sarah and I have stuck to in ministry. You know, it's easy and light. <clears throat> it's it's difficult. When, did you have something else? Uh, yeah. I'm going to let him go last. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's difficult, you know, because when other people are hurting, you hurt. That's been the difficult seasons that Sarah and I have had is when people in this body are struggling and hurting. That's when it's been hard for us. Mm -hmm. Ministry in and of itself has not been hard for us because it's, it's been easy and light because we've done it with him. And you guys can do that as well. Yeah. And it comes with that confidence that everybody's talking about. Don't ever doubt what's in you. You are called to this situation for such a time as this. You are called into this. You're going to spend the time researching, looking, trying to understand who are we, what's our style, what are we doing, and there's an uncertainty there. But I'll just tell you, you could skip that process if you want and just go ahead and be yourselves. <laughs> okay, thanks. Yeah. With confidence. Because you, you need nothing else. Now, there's insights to gain and there's tweaks to make and you'll learn as you go, but you, you, God wants you to be you. You be you, first and foremost, and just let him flow out of you. And then people decide, those are people I want to follow. You know what I mean? Or not. And that's fine. And you don't take it personally. You just be you. And you do it easy and light. Yeah. Following him is easy and light. Mm -hmm. Amen? Because you have everything that you need. Mm -hmm. Did you have another thing? I just want to remind you, too, along the same lines as that, as easy and, easy and light. When God calls you to step out in him and, and create a work, create a body, create a family, he is going to provide for you every step of the way. And there has never been any doubt that he called us into this ministry. And I want to give that to you also. There's no doubt because he is going to provide every step of the way. There's never been financial struggles for paying the church bill or anything like that. So uh, anything, any of those negative thoughts, I want you just to drop off right now. Like there's not going to be any issue with provision, with just following him and just have, keep it easy and light. Amen. Amen. And I, I recognize Mike. This, this is another Mike. Mike Crane slide on in here. But <clears throat> you, you, he doesn't self-proclaim this. I recognize this. I recognize Mike as a, as a prophet, really more than anything. Most of us know that he's spent time in the political. He was a state senator, ran for Congress. You're not done in that arena. But I see him almost as more of a prophet called to that than anything. So just so you know, I'm asking him to go last because I feel like it's appropriate for a prophet to speak and pray and release and whatever the Lord has put on your heart. Again, I know you don't claim that title, but I do, and I see it, and I recognize that, and so I wanted you to go last and have the final word. So if you would share with them and then pray also. Well, we'll just do what the pastor says. Amen. <laughs> um, Which one? Yeah, we're surrounded by them. I mean, if you look and watch what just happened, every one of y'all could have come up here and said something yeah, to yeah. encourage them into the body of Christ. And many of you were prompted, yeah. but you sat there. Easy, but that's easy. okay. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Um, you know, the, we love stories, don't we? 
And we love movies or whatever, and we'll watch the ones, and in those movies or whatever, we'll find the character we want to be, right? And we won't call any of y'all out. I, I know you like movies and stuff, but, I, you know, if I, if I was in the Avengers, I know who I'd be, right? I'd be Captain America. It's obvious, right? <laughs> but we identify with that. But the greatest stories ever told are all in the Bible, they're all there. And the story I, I see unfolding in their lives is the story of Abraham and Sarah. That's it. God called you to come out. It's easier to stay home, folks. Yeah. It is way easier to just wake up another morning and do it one more time. But to be faithful, to be obedient, every word, every, every encouragement this morning reinforces the whole idea. It's what Sarah said last was your faithfulness to trust God and come out and go to a place that he will show you. And he's been kind. He's given you visions of what this looks like. Yeah. He really does. And, and I, I, it's another vision to add to all of this. And I loved when, when Chris shared, too, because it built in the one he gave me. If you've ever been downtown Atlanta, who's ever been in that restaurant on top of Peachtree Plaza, the one that spins around? No. At yeah. some point in that rotation, <laughs> if you take long enough to eat your meal, you'll see Northwest Atlanta and Kennesaw Mountain and out that way, and you'll see the foothills of, of the Appalachian Mountains. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, this is a mountain climbing crazy man, adventurer, <laughs> right? No, they love that kind of adventure. But as I, I, the vision God gave me is as the sun's rising in the east, all of Northwest Atlanta is a wheat field ripe for harvest. Yeah. I mean, it, the wheat's just, it's just, it's there ready to be harvested. It doesn't even know it's ready. But God's sending you. He's called you to this place at the foothills of the mountains to go set your campsite and attract the harvest. Friends, let's join together and just encourage our brothers and sisters. Father God, oh, what a beautiful thing to see. Thank you, Lord, that you have given me the great privilege of watching a great story unfold. To watch you call an Abraham out and to raise him up and to bless him and to bless him with a beautiful bride and a beautiful family and to surround him with a, a body that supports him, Lord. And then when you call him to go somewhere else, he says yes. Father, every word that was spoken this morning, Lord, we just, we just add to it with a yes and an amen. Competence, confidence, peace, rest, river of life, the covering of God. The harvest is plentiful, and the workers are beautiful. This, the, the world will know, the world will know that God is real by the love we have for one another. And you, as a family, demonstrate that beautifully. As you relate to the world around you, you de demonstrate that beautifully, Courtney and Heidi. Y'all 
emanate love. Because it comes from within you. And it comes from God the Father. We just speak life over every step you take. Everywhere you set your foot. Everywhere you set your, every place you set your heart. The kingdom of God is established. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Thank you for carrying the message of the gospel of peace, of grace, the fact that we are heirs, joint heirs with Christ. you got so much to give. Give it freely and be filled for the glory of God, for the expansion of his kingdom until the return of Christ for his glory. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Thank Courtney and Heidi, we love y'all. We, we send you guys out to preach the gospel and to carry the ministry of reconciliation to show people God's not holding their sin against them, to be reconciled to God because the work is finished. Amen? Amen. Amen. We love you guys. Love Appreciate y'all. Well, uh, that went like I thought it would most of the time. But I did just want to give Courtney just a few minutes, just share your heart, maybe for five or ten more minutes. You good with that? You got something on yeah. your heart? Did you want this? I, you just good. Yeah, yeah. so just, just share what's on your heart for just a few minutes, and then we'll just, you, and you can yeah, pitch it back to me. Yeah, fine. Well, thank you so much. Man, we are, <laughs> we're, we're going to go back and listen to that. We're so blessed, so honored. You know, I was... We were just receiving prayer. I was just couldn't help but think, where's Adam? Yeah, I was thinking about Adam and Stacy's wedding, um, you know, for their wedding, how they just... So we, I want to... I believe this heart that they have is here, and we're carrying that heart. And their heart for the day that they got married was thinking about how everybody else would be blessed. Because Christ showed us the model of serving one another. And I just, I'm so thankful for that, for that heart that's here because there is freedom and it is easy and light when it's about him and it's about people. And so I want to say that this is the hour for vision for each and every one of us. Each one of us has a direct vision from God that planned for each one of our lives. And now, you know, with everything going on in the world, this is the hour for vision. When Nehemiah heard about what was happening in Israel, that the walls were down and that the homeland had been destroyed, when Nehemiah heard what was going on, his heart, his heart cry was, I want to rebuild what's been broken. And at a time, it seemed like there would be no vision at a time that would seem hopelessness. And let's just kind of bury in and just kind of put up our defense. This is the time right now, not in our own strength, not in our own effort, but in the power of love. To love extravagantly and furiously, unashamed and with the oil of gladness flowing over our hearts. And so I want to just declare that over this body. God has a vision for each one of our lives. And it's good. And there's no better way to live 
than living in what God has called us. And you might already be walking in that, but there's more. <laughs> there's so much more. You know, to know God's love is to know his fullness. And so when we know God, we just live in fullness. We live with our, our cup overflowing. And so I just want to say with the brief short amount of time that I have is that just simply our vision is to bring people into a meaningful and intimate relationship with the Father through Jesus. And the way that that happens is by changing the way that we see him, by looking at Jesus and looking at him through the word of God and seeing how he walked and talked with mankind and humanity. That's simply it. It's for people to have that meaningful and intimate relationship with Jesus. That it's safe to come to God. You know, one of the big words for me is access. We have access. You know, every time that you ever go before, before God, every time you enter that, that throne room, that place, there's the blood right there. Clint always talks about the blood. That blood is always there. And I would ask each one of you, if you were to go up to that blood, the, the blood of Christ, the blood of the Lamb, and you were to put your ear to it, what's it saying to you? And so our mission, our vision, is to get people as close to the blood as we can. It's kind of interesting. Our roommate, Mike, he actually distinguished this, that our address, it's 30 Rivlet Drive. I'm giving our address online. Hey, <laughs> come see us. It's out there now. Okay. But I haven't fact-checked this man, so I don't know. But he said 30 means it means blood, right? Blood of Christ. Yeah, blood of Christ. And rivulet is streams. So our home is an address for the flowing streams of the blood of Christ. And in that blood is redemption, and that blood is being restored back to our innocence, back to the place. You know, Jesus said, if you want to be great in the kingdom, he pulled up a child and said, become like, become like this child. And that's what redemption's about. That's what the blood of Christ is about. That's what his spirit is about. It's restoring us back to the original image. Imagine our lives if we lived like we never ate of the tree. That's the gospel. Simply, that's the spirit of life. That's gospel. No more condemnation, no more shame, no more guilt. None of that junk. So our heart is we want to see people come into a meaningful and intimate relationship with Jesus Christ through sharing the gospel, because that's the way, right? And Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. He's not saying I'm the way to heaven. He's simply saying I'm the way to the Father. And it's available for each one of us, every single person. You know, there's a... there's there's a people that have believed. I believe we're in a time where there's a reintroduction to the person of Jesus. Not just among people that are unsaved, but the saved. To know what he really looks like, know who he really is. I had a 
major change in my life. I got set free from all this substance abuse. And it took me in my second year of Bible school that I had a revelation that it's all about him, Jesus. Just like Peter, when they, Jesus said, who do men say that I am, right? And Peter said, you're the Christ. And Jesus said, man has not revealed this to you, but the Father has revealed it to you. It must be a revelation in our hearts that it's all about him. You can hear it. It's all about Jesus and agree with it. But until that becomes a revelation in our hearts, it's not a reality. It's not, it's not experiential. And so one of the things that we see that God has put on our hearts, if we were going to look at our lives and we took off the limits off of God in our lives and see how God would use us. I just wanted to share three, three important areas that I feel like God is going to use us and the people around us, our community that he brings. And that's one for the church. We feel, and, and people have confirmed it through other things, that we will be a bridge because there's more, there, there's such a need for unity in the body of Christ right now, is there not? We have, I think it's 20-something thousand different denominations. But you know what? With 20,000 different denominations, we all have one why. We all have the same purpose, to look like our Heavenly Father. That's it. That's the purpose, it's to look like Him, to be His Son to be in relationship with him. No matter what our denomination is, no matter what our theology is, we have all the same purpose and the why for when we wake up. It's the same. So we believe that, you know, if, our, if we have our lives surrendered, a surrendered life breaks every denominational line, crosses every, <laughs> it crosses every division line, anything that divides. Love never fails. Love conquers all. Love perseveres. And so we believe that God is going to use this body and us to bring unity to the body so that the world can believe. That is the message that gets preached here all the time out of our pastor's heart. And we want to be a part of that. We want to be a bridge. Because when we're together, we're strong. And it's so important to be a part of a body more than ever. Jesus said, I'm the head and you're the body. I dare say if you're not connected to the body, you might not be as connected to the head as you believe. It's a time to push aside differences. It's a, it's a time to, to be so vertical with him that we love horizontally, effortlessly. We also feel a call in our life is family. We feel the call to help bring restoration and family. These are three things that we feel that the enemy is really attacking right now. The church, family, and identity. Look. <laughs> Look at the world. We need the gospel more than ever. We believe that what God is going to help use us is to bring family back into restoration. 
to see that even in the, your home with your children running around, crying. Yesterday I had three girls by myself, all crying at the same time, all with different needs. But you know what? I don't always lean into what I need to, but grace is always available. Jesus was full of grace and truth. Those two are complementary of each other. Truth makes a demand and grace enables you to meet that demand. It's through His Spirit in you. And God in the family, in that home life where it looks like an impossibility, God can bring you supernatural peace and grace to walk in love, to walk in rest. And so I believe that God is going to use us to help bring a spirit-filled supernatural environment in homes. That's what we want to see. We don't want to just see it when we're at church and we're, you know, but to see it live from our kids and to see it from our parents, we want kids to be praying. Not pressure, not pressure to become something, but the privilege to inherit what's already been given to us. <laughs> and then identity, of course. Identity I see if I was going to look five years from now and if God has his will in our lives that we just commit our hearts to him, identity's being established. And as identities are established, there's freedom in our hearts. And when there's freedom in your heart, you can give freedom to others. So we're going to ring that freedom bell of what Christ has offered. So that's, that's, that's our heart. That's simply our vision. We believe that everybody has access to have an intimate, meaningful relationship with God through Jesus. It's really simple. The gospel really is simple. We have the privilege to model it and show what it looks like. And when you see it modeled, you're like, wow, I don't have to be some, I don't have to be this or that or, or whatever. The gospel enables us to never live our life looking in the rearview mirror of our past. I have one last little thing that's on my heart. You know, it's kind of a funny story. We're moving in this new house, and if... But I dropped this knife in our house, and, and it's, kind of, it's, just, it's kind of a miracle story. I dropped this knife, and we just moved, in, moved into this house, and I dropped this knife, and it chipped away at the floor. I'm like, that is the last thing that I want to happen, right? When you move into a new place. <laughs> and, and then I, I, I looked on the floor of the house where the mark had go gone into the floor, and I brushed my hand over the mark. I'm telling you, this is totally supernatural. The mark just disappeared. I've never seen anything like that. I, we all were on the floor on our hands and knees trying to look for the mark. And the next day on my way to work, the Lord spoke to me and says, I have a gospel that removes all the marks off your life. 
That's the power of the gospel. You don't live marked, no matter if it was your fault. (laughs) He removes our sin into a sea of forgetfulness. He removes it. We never have to live our life scarred. I know stuff happens. But what if we just truly embraced the blood of Christ and what it means for us? That it removes all the marks and all the stains and all the things that we have identified with. Praise God. (laughs) So I'll just close in prayer and we just thank you, Father. We're just so humbled, so honored. We're so blessed. (laughs) And we have the great privilege, God, to just love people, to serve people with your grace and your life flowing through us. What a great, great thing. (laughs) I'm going to build up a big fire. (laughs) It's going to be big. God, because we're just drawing people to you. So I thank you, God, that each one of us could see our part in this story. Thank you, God, that you just overwhelm us with value. Just overwhelm us with your love and your truth. Thank you, God. We're just so thankful. God, we just honor you right now in this moment. We honor your spirit, God. I just thank you. If God is speaking to you right now, he's just talking to your heart. He's saying that's for you. He's saying, come and feast on my life. You don't need to diet, Jesus, okay? (laughs) There's no dieting, Jesus. It's feasting on him, feasting on his love, feasting on his grace, feasting on everything that he has to offer. So, Lord, I just thank you. What's been poured out upon us, God, we just multiply that to this body and to each person here. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Appreciate you, man. Love you, brother. Appreciate you.